Welcome to Something Crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake. Blake is the older bro of Blair. Blair is married to Tyler and is a slutty slut slut. Welcome to Something Crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to Something Crunchy. in the studio with Tyler D and Plan B. Let's put them up! <laughs> it was broken out of their bottle, buddy. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> How are we feeling tonight? If I were any more juiced up, you two would have to milk me. <laughs> Welcome to season five of Something Crunchy. It feels good Woo! to be back in the studio. Yes. We got a sweet C's lined up for you. Already had a big interview recorded over break, which we will save for Crunchtober in a couple weeks. Break was good. We made some moves. You'll hear plenty about them in due time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How was your break? Are you refreshed and well-rested? No. <laughs> Not even a little bit. I worked harder on the break than I did during <laughs> the season. I did too. I'm beat. Ugh, Just ready so, to crunch again. I'm so fucking happy to be here. Yes. Well, we had our fantasy football draft. I hate my team. Mm. Cowboys already put up their first L and getting it out of the way. Even <laughs> after that, I'm tempted to say, I think it's our year, guys. <laughs> it looked real don't good. Don't say it. Go ahead. You're tempted, but don't do it. Go ahead and put this out there again. <laughs> they looked real good. Oh, and one. Don't do it. They got caught up on my stories. Had some movies I needed to knock out for reviews. And reviews yes. I have. They're not good biscuits. Yeah. We're going to stray away a little bit from movies and TV this season, so I want to go hard on the Flickatoriums this evening. The last breakdowns we did were Nobody and Mortal Kombat, so it's been a couple months, and I'm all caught up and ready to roast. Nice. Uh, I call it like I see it, and we tend to agree on these matters, so I feel comfortable taking the reins and speaking for the three of us on yes. these particular films. Sure. Um, where do I even start? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan does it again. Oh, Makes you think he's back to good filmmaking and completely shits the bed. Let's talk about <laughs> Old, a thriller about a family on a tropical vacation who discovers that this secluded beach where they are relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly, reducing their entire lives into a single day. This movie was plagued by bad acting and strange camera usage. It had an indie feel with a big budget, the beginning was so bland and unenticing, I had to look it up to make sure I was even watching the right movie. But where M. Night really makes an interesting decision this go-around is not to save the big twist for the end, you know, the method that made his entire career, but to fuck it up for everyone so long before we ever get there. I'll just tell you, and it's not a spoiler alert, he spoiled it. The big twist is supposed to be that you learn it was all an experiment and set up by people, but the characters know they're being watched multiple times. They're like, do you see the flashes? I think those are cameras. <laughs> I know the answer. I, think I should say it. <laughs> the audience knows the whole time it's controlled by people, so it eliminates any surprise. It sucks. And the kicker is M. Night plays the role of the guy watching them, and he's even the one that drops them off at the beach. Uh, old was not new. Thrilling. Or well-made. <laughs> it wasn't enraging bad, but avoidable bad. One and a half out of five stars. Whoa. One Whoa. and a half. Whoa. I get I mean, it's your tough critic. <laughs> Total cash grab. He gives it up when I don't want you to give it up yet. Like, tease me more. Come on. F9. The Fast Saga. I won't even build up to it. D plus. And the plus is only because of one funny scene and the fact that Han was in it. <laughs> I like Han. Yeah. 
Me too. Uh, this movie was so slow and unfurious, it made me upset. And Blair still doesn't believe me that they went to space. I refuse to believe <laughs> that that's like an actual thing. I thought Blake has been fucking with me for like months. And he's like, yeah, I've not in space. I'm like, yeah, because no. everything in space. Like, No, it's, it happened. Space and furious. Back to the miners. <laughs> <laughs> Real movie. Remember when these movies were about street racing? There wasn't a lot of subject matter like that, which was cool. And it was shot well, so you were able to overlook the cheesy lines and bad acting. You know what there's always been an abundance of? Over-the-top action movies, stopping terrorists and saving the world. <laughs> we never needed more of this. And after three Expendables movies with every action star in the world, Tyrese and Luda doesn't cut it. <sighs> Ludacris' character is a perfect microcosm for how dumb this thing has evolved. When we first see Luda eight movies ago, he owned a garage and was the connections guy. That was his thing. If you needed it, he could find it. You never once saw a computer. You saw cars. A few movies later, he's in the lead multilingual white hat master tier hacker. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you so went to gross. night school. Oh, that's exactly right. It's believable. <laughs> the Fast franchise has been extremely successful at casting some of the biggest names, even some quality actors, and give them the direction and freedom, really allowing them to explore the space of bad performing. <laughs> overacting overpaying combined with some of the shittiest writing ever made for some unbearable scenes in f9 i couldn't believe how convincing they were in making charlie's theron a bad actor her scenes with john cena alone deserve a rassy some kind <laughs> wow really oh. well maybe he just made her that bad like you're only as good as the company you keep right or she just had to like worsen herself to like try and make it work John Cena. It's got to be the writing. I mean, why not is gonna... he in these? Like again, like go back to cars. Why are we in space? And why are we like <laughs> fighting people? Like go back to racing cars. I do. Yeah. I do feel Cena was the catalyst that brought down the uh, the quality of acting in that scene. And Cena almost plays the same character twice this year, just dressed differently. And the tone is not to take him seriously in one of them, which is one of the things that actually worked for the Suicide Squad. And one of the only things that actually worked for the Suicide Squad. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> the Suicide Squad, a sequel redo second attempt type flick, was not a whole lot better than the first go. Uh, the only thing this movie really did better was have a stronger identity. It knew what it wanted to be this time around. It didn't give okay. us the identity crisis the first one had. <laughs> um the first one couldn't make up his mind between silly and serious, and this one seemed to just embrace silly. And once you get over the stupid-ass characters, like the talking CGI shark, uh, it was tolerable. What? Oh, yeah. Did you just say? I said it. It wasn't good at all. <laughs> but, but it had some redeemable qualities to make it watchable. And I have an unpopular opinion I don't mind sharing. I can't stand the way that they do Harley Quinn. I love Margot Robbie and I totally get the character. Maybe I just don't like the way she does it, but the character straight annoys me. It's so forced and lame. HQ does absolutely nothing for me. Yeah, wow, I'm harsh. Fan. You I, are harsh tonight. I can't decide if like we've turned into but these miserable, I get scathing it. critics. No, or... Because I've seen we've seen Margot Robbie in other things and she's great. So I like to her. see her do that kind of role, like I kind of get it. It's not a popular opinion, but I don't care for it. I totally agree with you. I think she's atrocious in that role. It's awful. She looks the part, but every yes. single 
chick that I've ever seen on Halloween dressed as Harley Quinn looks exactly like her and can probably do the character a little crazier or a little like, it's just less it's annoying less annoying and so forced and you know lame. who would be good is um Sherry Moon Zombie Ooh. she needs like a little wow. bit more yes. darker yeah yeah but like how she did all those Rob Zombie movies I mean that's how I feel like she needed to do that role we'll yeah mm. well put good call Suicide Squad. Not suicidal, but not special. Five out of ten on the Richter scale. <laughs> okay. Stillwater. Okay. We almost had something here. <laughs> I'll quote the Biscuits when he saw Mortal Kombat. I have nearly the same review of Stillwater. It had a really good trailer. Wow, the trailer was good. <laughs> <laughs> An American oil rig redneck travels to France to visit his estranged daughter in prison for a murder she claims she didn't commit. Confronted with language barriers, cultural differences, and a complicated legal system, he soon builds a new life for himself as he makes it his personal mission to exonerate her. Matt Damon plays the dad with a poorly done, thick Oklahoma accent, and the daughter is played by Abigail Breslin, who strangely has no accent at all. Um, <laughs> you're just kind of thrown into it. Seems like you start halfway through the movie almost. There were some intense parts that mostly became very anticlimactic and overall it just fell short of anything must see which was disappointing still water the movie three out of five corn husks still water the trailer <laughs> four out of five stars still water the band five out of five fever dogs oh. scratching at my Number back one door in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> hit it fever <laughs> Don't you hate that when they just like the best trailer? I feel like it just like it happens too often now where I'm like, it gets me and like I'm so pumped for this. And then it's just like, can I give an honorable mention to my favorite trailer of all time right now? The Matrix 4. I'm, we're going to talk about that. You put a pin in that, sir. Ooh. It's been pinned. We got to talk about that. Black Widow had very little bite. Um, <laughs> Maybe if we have really good storytelling for the first five minutes we can get away with cgi action for the next two hours it had mortal kombat syndrome no. it did this thing started off so strong rachel weiss and david harbour loved them both and they were crushing it for the five minutes that they were on screen the rest was fast and furious with all women this wasn't a bad movie you actually get what you come for in my case it was scarlett johansson mm -hmm. <laughs> marvel budget great action sequences including the ending just had key missing pieces in a really really cluttered third act plus it was doomed from the start she died in avengers endgame uh, well, how is she alive now exactly blair they but don't they don't explain anything yeah, like the timeline that. is probably before it is it's like a uh, it is there's a you know yeah and the whole world I see. So taking all that in consideration, B minus just for those two fat and juicy ScarJo lips, if anything else. Miss <laughs> mm -hmm. Lippy was good. Why everybody went to see it anyway. Them pillows. <laughs> the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. I didn't expect this to be as good as the first, but I did expect it to at least be watchable. This flick couldn't hold my attention for five minutes. I spent most of this movie bored on my phone, so I wish I could give you a better review, but that says a lot in itself. Old was a flaming bag of dog shit, but I watched it the whole way through. This was so lazy and confusing and boring. Even Selma's fine ass couldn't keep me tuned in. If you have even the slightest skosh of ADD, this movie will have you staring at walls. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. And like, your phone. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep us, keep us with you. I don't even know what it was about. 
I don't even like the face I make when I'm talking about this movie. It was so bad, I couldn't even see Ryan Reynolds' other one. Fun guy or free guy, whatever it is. The hitman's wife's boss's neighbor's bodyguard (laughs) was a poorly executed cash grab and isn't even worthy of a rating. Five out of five refunds if I have to give it one. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Wrath of Man. How is it the nicest thing I have to say is on Wrath of Man? Your standard Statham Guy Ritchie flick, but this, okay. mo- but this movie knows what it is, was honest about its intentions, yeah, and, and it you. puts out. You get what you come for, and you're surprised when you get a little bit of a better story than expected. A mysterious new security guard for a cash truck surprises his co-workers when he unleashes some crazy skills during a heist. The crew is left wondering who he is and where he came from. Soon the marksman's motive becomes clear as he takes dramatic and awesomely violent steps to settle the score. I mean, it wasn't the gentleman, Guy Ritchie's one before. I love that. So good. But Wrath of Man is worthy of a watch if you're feeling that Statham-y vibe. I love a good Statham vibe. Yeah. And I love a good surprise. It's Statham and Guy Ritchie? Yep. So that's got the makings for something nice to see, but... Guy Ritchie, like sometimes the story is just drag. It could be hit and miss. Yeah, it could be hit and miss. Same with Statham, but he they, they do everything. well together. I feel like Statham takes everything that's thrown at him and plays the exact same character. Yeah, and all of it. Maybe he picks those roles specifically. Everything that's thrown yeah. at him that is Jason Statham. In you know? his house, <laughs> cranking it up over there. Yeah, I like Crank. Love Crank. That's why I love a good Satan vibe sometimes. Like, I'm here for it. Talk about a movie with no identity crisis. It knew what it was, embraced it, and, like, took it up a notch. Injected steroids in it. Is that not everything you want? And it surprises you great? It's like a just... Let me tell you about that movie real quick. I got a little little something fun to say about that. Because Dwight Yoakam became one of my favorite people. (laughs) After I saw... Was was he in the second one? No, he was in both. In both of them? He was in both of them. His his acting in that (laughs) movie? So good. Was so good. He was the best actor in that movie. He was. It made me go back and listen to his music. (laughs) I need to go back and hear all your shit. Yoakum was so good. You went back. His music isn't as good as his his acting, I don't think. Especially not in that movie. Like (laughs) he fucking killed that role. He crushed it. Yeah, Wrath of Man, you know, B B minus six out of ten dead henchmen. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't Julia Roberts married to Dwight Yoakum? Now that would blow my mind. I'm not sure. I hope that's true. I want that to be true. Blair, can you confirm? Yeah, can we get a little... On it. <laughs> she was married to somebody weird. It was like, eh, was it Lyle Lovett or... It might have been Lyle Lovett. Lyle Lovett's Shh, on there. Shit. Daniel Motor. Lyle Lovett. Julia and Lyle. Weird. My apologies. Don't ever apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> a Quiet Place Part 2. Uh, this is as close as we'll get into the horror films and save the rest like Candyman and Spiral for Crunched Over. Yes, mm-hmm. please. A Quiet Place Part 2 was one of the most anticipated movies of the year. Yeah. And for good reason. The first film was one of the Great. best of 2018 and served as proof that John Krasinski can direct. Yes. Following the deadly events at home, the Abbott family must now face the terrors of the outside world as they continue their fight for survival in silence. Forced to venture in the unknown, they quickly realize that the creatures that haunt by sound are not the only threats that lurk beyond the sand path. The performances remained sound and were intense, but it was missing something that the first one had, for sure. Cillian Murphy wasn't bad at all, but just didn't fill that Krasinski void. Totally watchable. 
I do recommend it, especially when you consider the movies we're talking about. I mean, if it's, <laughs> if it's A Quiet Place 2 or Space and Furious 9, I mean, Yeah, no you contest. know which one I'm watching. <laughs> Solid B, 7 out of 10 hearing aids on this one. <laughs> <laughs> now, what comes out this weekend, which I expect to blow away every movie on this list, is The Card Counter. This trailer Whoa. looks so tits, and I'm smelling movie of the year. Not for the Oscars. God knows what they'll do, but like the big nod. Yeah. The, the crunchies. The crunchies. <laughs> oh, okay. Obviously. All right. I'm like, that the big nod. Where's it going? <laughs> the big nod. I've seen more, but nothing worth getting into, and shows are kicking the shit out of movies this year anyway. We'll have to get weird on those this season, too. Uh, I want to keep it in the spirit of shitty movies. You know when you're watching a movie and you're like, ooh, this would be really good if mm, yeah. um, if they casted this person instead of that person, went yeah. this way instead of that way, yeah. more of this and less of that? Mm -hmm. Well, you guys came up with a great segment to discuss just that called Punch It Up. Mm -hmm. Love that. And this comes second nature to us. I'll never make one myself, but I'll so gladly tell you how you fucked your movie all up. <laughs> <laughs> That's light work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I could never do what you've done, but fuck your work. Let's go over some familiar titles and discuss how these almost good movies could be punched up into more watchable films. I'll start. <laughs> Starting with this, and for good reason. Prometheus, Michael Dongbender. <laughs> After Blair told me... Over break that Michael Fassbender has the juiciest hog in Hollywood. And <laughs> is supposed to tell him. And is the incumbent kingpin on the scene. <laughs> I'm doing crunch work, everybody. Okay. I can't just watch him and enjoy his acting anymore. He's a talking penis to me. Yes, now. he is. No, I tried ten minutes of some X Men movie the other night and was just staring, waiting for Magneto's trouser <laughs> conda to twitch. Again, the things I have to search for this fucking <laughs> podcast. <laughs> He's such a good actor, and Blair ruined it. Now. He's just <laughs> Dirk Diggler. Ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fantastic. It's like Gal Gadot. No one knows if she's a good actor. We're all infatuated with her. If she looked like your average Israeli army cadet, she'd likely be pretty underwhelming on the screen. Yeah. So yeah, what movie? Prometheus. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> Got lost in Gal Gadot. Gadot. Yeah. Michael Dongbender. Um <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was so excited for this one, and it disappointed to a fantastic extent. The plot never really unfolds itself in a clear manner, and just the plot twists are just annoyingly predictable. A lot of the questions remain smartly left open for interpretation, but the buildup for such ambiguity was poorly done. So most of my issues is with the writing. Shot well, casted well. Give it a crunchy rewrite and a Zack Snyder cut. See? <laughs> That's all it takes. This is one I love, but Demolition Man... Demolition Man. Another like identity crisis kind of situation. So where, like, true, is it? Are you? Yeah. Is it a comedy? Is it dark? We like, we love you, but what are you? And they tended to do that in the '90s a little bit more, but that really needed to either stay serious or like stay silly. You're exactly right. There was identity different crisis. times where it was silly, and it was like, especially with Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes fucked that all up, and I think it was the writing. Let's talk about Showgirls. Showgirls. Uh -huh. Oh man. $38 million should be enough to make a good movie in 1995. Showgirls <laughs> was notorious. You didn't bad. like it? No one liked it. No. It won seven Razzies, a record at the time. Whoa. In total, <laughs> it had 13 nominations. That record still stands today. Yeah. Wow. It deserves every one of them. 
<laughs> it was so it, bad. It totally deserves it. It was so bad. All right. And so if you're shopping in the Save by the Bell casting pool, the obvious choice was to cast Kelly and not Jesse. And you have to wonder if she was even considered. That little strip tease dance that she did at the end of Son in Law was way hotter than anything Berkeley did in Showgirls. <laughs> so you guys more didn't Kelly, bone. Less just. What do you, <laughs> you didn't bone? Who do you think made more money there? Do you think Kelly made more money for uh, Son in Law and then three scenes in Son in Law? Yeah, or did no way? Jessie, no, because she had the starring no. role in Showgirls. Starring role and bared it all. Two million. You get paid. Dollars. Yeah, you get paid money. She went from Say by the Bell to Showgirl. Like you can't like you're gonna get paid money for that. Two million tops. I mean, and that had a thirty-eight million dollar budgie. Yeah, I don't know. Even the uber innocent Lark Voorhees would have made for <laughs> like she would have been better. Love shooting. Lark Voorhees, especially if you're going for shock factor. Like, oh my god, to see Lisa Turtle like reveal yeah. it all. I would have rather seen Tori Spelling and those big old jugs flapping around out there. You know, from the neck down, Tori Spelling is one <laughs> fantastic creature. <laughs> she is like a fine piece of beast. Really? One of I the most beautiful people I've ever seen from the neck down. Yeah. Stop. Y'all are so mean. And she, no, Tori's all right. She knows, I, just, she, I know she, what she her knows, dad looks like. Him. And it's it's tough to not see her. Because you only think of her dad like uh, when you look at her. Yeah. She yeah. does like it's like some people look just like dad. She yeah. looks just like dad. Yeah. The story and the characters both were so weird and off putting in showgirls. Almost everything about that movie made you feel dirty, and that went against the grain in ninety five. It was gritty and raw, but not in a good way. <laughs> Explosions. <laughs> but a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> this needs a complete workover. I know we all saw it to see Jesse's titties and it just all let us down. It didn't work. <laughs> they didn't work for us. <laughs> I'm so shy. <laughs> I'm so. New titties, new direction, new writing, new cast, new story. But the name and concept are keepers. Sure. I thought at that time, I was like, again, I am a female that I'd never seen it. I thought Showgirls, I was like, God, I bet every guy just fucking loves this. I have no idea. Like, it wasn't even that loved by you guys. No, no, we didn't really all we, we all saw it nobody liked everybody it. saw it everybody saw it nobody liked it everybody saw it on that note then i'll say 50 shades of gray okay their original casting with charlie hunnan is all i have to say keep charlie so true and it would have been i it, know he didn't want to do it because that wasn't like what the kind you, of attention he was looking for because he's just that fucking cool. but you, you wanted that 50 shades of charlie every girl wanted that Yes. Guy wasn't bad. No, he wasn't bad, but you want like, but Charlie's what you're looking for when you're trying to get like 50 shades, you know? <laughs> I don't know, Tyler, which guy would do it for you in 50 shades? <laughs> I mean, they both seem pretty small. So I don't know. Who'd Neither you one of those guys. Manhandle you right. If you if there was any role right for it, I think John Cena would have done that role just fine. No, no way. way. Are you kidding <laughs> he's me? too clean oh and boring God. as fuck. If you would have no. turned it on, like he's he has like he has the he's ability. dry in bed. You he can has tell. the ability to act. I think he can get it done. He did that one role in Bridesmaids, and I feel like that was just a, oh, well, the the tip of the iceberg. Right? Was Bridesmaid? it Bridesmaids? No, Trainwreck. Where he was the drug dealer that did no, no that was sisters. sisters, sisters. He's the drug dealer and he has like f a part where he has like his briefcase. Yeah, they're he's at the, the party. Yeah, sisters, sisters. 
He'd have to go into his like wrestling vibe to get something sexy out. I bet he's so dry. Well, speaking of like poorly casted, how about Geely? Remember that piece of shit? Ben Affleck and <laughs> J-Lo. Aren't they J-Lo? even like a thing that wasn't hot? No. If they would have actually like smacked cheeks. They maybe. fucked it up so bad. It was bad. That's an opportunity there. I remember that being bad. I would have kept J-Lo, told old Affleck to scram and put in like an Antonio Banderas in there. Now that's the solution. That's how you punch it up. Well done. Put in some Antonio. What did I win? That's hot. (laughs) And I know that I even like them as a couple, but on screen, Antonio Banderas would like do it better for me like that. I love Ben Affleck and everything, but... That role needed to be a Banderas or an Iglesias or some sort of a... A different vibe. More mm-hmm. spicy. A, a little, spicier vibe, yeah. A little less northeast, a little more southwest. Sure. <laughs> I get it, though. And it, I like 100% like punch that up. Yeah. Done. I'm not done with M. Night Shyamalan yet. He's not, <laughs> off, the hook. He's not off the hook tonight by a long shot. <laughs> you caught him again. His hysterical, painfully slow, idiot tour de force. The happening wasn't happening. Oh, yeah. The trees are killing everyone. Are you shitting me? Okay, so that's your plot. And you're going with that situation. And you choose Mark Wahlberg to sell it. <laughs> hey, how's your mother? <laughs> Uh, everybody's gonna be okay (laughs) the one-off hitchcockian brilliance of m9 was long gone at this point i feel this thing had a very shallow narrative and it fails to engage you on any emotional level absolutely no character building very bland very predictable other than that i loved it john leguizamo (laughs) like i was actually about to say does it john leguizamo make an appearance in unexplainable unnecessarily violent deaths like yes please (laughs) Just fix all the cheese. Bad acting. Make it much darker. I less love a good cheese when it calls for it. You make know? it darker, less predictable. Yeah. And God, that was so bad. Ugh. Lots of work needed, but you had something with Leguizamo. <laughs> I like what you did there. He's great. His <laughs> one-man shows are fucking awesome. Okay, what about Deep Blue Sea? What do you have against Deep Blue Sea right now? I want to talk about Deep Blue Sea. I need to know what you have wrong. Bite your tongue right now. I <laughs> I don't know why I became so passionate all of a sudden. Oh, man. Almost good in 1999. I just need to know what you're... Easy fix. Easy fix. Less Samuel L. Jackson. And by that, no Samuel L. Jackson. What? It's like my favorite part of the whole thing. Update the CGI to something tolerable than a video game. Something better than that. (laughs) Um, Even keep the story. Even keep LL. I loved LL. We're going to say get rid of LL and I was going to be like, okay, where's my bird? No. Keep LL, (laughs) get rid of Samuel. You didn't like Samuel L. Jackson? Jackson. Wasn't his best. That was either the worst writing for Sam or just Sam's worst performance. And he's had some less than stellar performances (laughs) in his 783 roles that that he's taken in the last 10 years. Yeah. (laughs) That man likes to work every week. Takes weekends. Look though. at that guy's IMDb. Yeah, they can create something. And with, with better CGI, I agree. Yes. Like, they could definitely make that like scare. Like I loved actually the idea of like where they were. It was in good. the glass tunnel of like going from here to there. And then now it could be so much better. No, they can create a more thoughtful, intelligent piece of sci-fi, polishing those good plot ideas. Doesn't even need to be toothier, really. Just more realistic and more intensity. If we're going there, we should also throw an anaconda as well. Oh, 
you know, I totally agree. Because, again, same, like, CGI moment. Punch it up. I F mean. Falls in the same category. Brazil, good idea. Executed horribly. Snakes, good idea. Executed horribly. <laughs> John Voight, good idea. What the fuck was that? Yeah, that poor guy. John Voight. Oh, my God. He didn't in know where he was. Weird role for him. He was Made probably, like, weird. battling some demons at that time. Well, Made me feel Probably, because he, he was, like, the one to, like, okay, let's get a real actor to, like, put this all together. Yeah. So I don't know what was going on there. J-Lo was all right. Ice Cube and Danny Trejo, all-time great performances. Love it. <laughs> Resnake. All-time great. Yeah, resnake that for sure. Oh, it's got to be resnake. You know so it could be so much better now. At least make it look like an anaconda. I'm Just fine with J-Lo. Render that a different color, please. <laughs> yeah. The other guy with the uh, moth in his throat. Mm -hmm. We can get rid we of could, him. Yeah. I didn't care I could, for him. You could surprise me with someone new there. It, it was truly terrible and you can't help but laugh at the odd choices that the actors made the horrible script and the god awful cgi uh, <laughs> keep the concept you can even get away with the same cast for the most part like we were saying just write it way better shoot it way better yeah and snake it way, way better. better you could tell they wanted like a creepy vibe that's why they got john voight in the first place it's like who could be just like out in the lake creepy Put John Void on that boat and like Void. sold. Yeah. Should we give him a thick accent for no reason? You can't even tell where he's from. Totally. Absolutely. Oh my God. <laughs> Layer it up and double it up. Okay. Who wants to see a snake? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's go. go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh, that would have been better. The varsity blue yeah. accents. Instead, they had the yeah, the baby bug. <laughs> you like that baby bug? See, yeah. while we're on accents, can we talk about knives out? Yes, we can. Let's please talk about. We've knives even out. talked about Bad this accents. before. God, Daniel Craig's Louisiana accent. Oh. Painfully <laughs> strange choice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to have this super English guy do this super Louisiana accent, and it kind of came and went as it. Is it pleased? Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard, it's hard to do. It's hard to do that accent anyway, especially for, I mean, he was somebody overseas. I don't know. This one, he was he was pushing it for me. Like, it was distracting where it was almost, like, funny, where I'm like, are you trying to, like, to be me. almost humorous you with him, it? You making fun of me or what? <laughs> <laughs> I got a movie yeah. that I was super into until I saw it. Well, I loved the idea of downsizing so much. Oh, don't even and that get was started on downsizing. One of the biggest letdowns of a script I've ever seen in my life. Now I'm pissed off. Amazing trailer. I left that theater like angry. Like I was upset. Yeah. I was upset at everyone involved. Yeah. I thing. was mad that I even brought it up. I was like, I'm sorry, guys. I thought <laughs> that was going to be something. It looked good. We were all pumped. We all agreed. Whoever made that trailer tease me and then give me a great surprise at the end. Like we were saying earlier, don't like give everything in the trailer and then you're just disappointed. Yeah. At the end. Mm. Make me come five seconds in. That's yeah. what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. Tease me. For Let's play a little bit. I want to have fun here. Cinematic foreplay. Crying yeah. out loud. Which no, leads me is. to my next point. Finish me off. I need a finish. I need an, an ending. ending. And let me tell you about focus features. You said it before. You'll say it again. Yeah, he's got a thing. What like led to this the focus feature? Like, first not one I ever saw was was the biggest hanger. And then after that, I was like, I don't trust you. And then they hit me with twelve more in a row. And I was like, Here's two middle fingers. I'm never coming back. But Lost in Translation with Bill Murray That's and Scar what Joe. Initially did it to you. That was like the deepest scar. 
And then that was a weird you, ending. You needed more. Tolerable, but you just needed more. Not satisfying. Open ended. You come on. Open ended. This is a story. It's supposed to end. You you give me something at the end. Where's the payoff? Some are mm. good for open ended, but there's no sequel. You got to get them off. Lost in completion. well i'm eager to continue but before we do let's take a break this season of something crunchy is brought to you by chronic token chronic token ticker symbol cht is a decentralized blockchain payment solution system designed for and by the cannabis community the cannabis industry grossed over 25 billion dollars last year just in the united states alone more states are getting legalized these businesses are booming and blockchain technology is the future this all-in-one pos payment system combines passport and id scanning rewards and inventory tracking making this the first seed to sale system of its kind it will not only bring ease and convenience for both dispensaries and their customers, but Chronic Token solves a lot of the headaches these businesses are having. You get rewarded consistently just for being a holder, and Chronic Token even has an app making it extremely easy to both purchase and stake your CHT. Whether you're looking for the next hot coin to invest in, or maybe you keep hearing about cryptocurrency and you're ready to get your foot in the door, Chronic Token is our recommendation for you. That's ticker symbol CHT available in Uniswap and directly through the Chronic Token app. Get links, videos, and more information at chronictoken.io and check out their socials at chronictokenchd. Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening to Something Crunchy, and we hope you're enjoying the episode. It now pays to crunch down every week because we're hooking you up with big discounts from big brands. Up to 35% off Invicta watches using code CRUNCHY and apparel from 8080, where in addition to 10% off using code CRUNCHY, every dollar you spend goes towards an entry in their dream car giveaway. Don't forget to join the Something Crunchy Facebook group for updates, polls, and the web's crunchiest memes. You can find us on Twitter at crunch underscore cast and feel free to send any questions and track submissions to somethingcrunchy at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. All right. (laughs) Fuck them movies. Let's keep going with this a little bit. All right. I was thinking about this one over break. How about Howard the Duck? Yeah. Okay. What would you change? All right. Remove the bestiality. (laughs) And the super creepy ending. Okay, scratch that. There's no way you can punch this. No, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying no, to no. wrap my head around those. No, that's, that stays in the 80s. But all right, how about Super Mario Brothers? You know, oh, I thought about this. Super Mario Brothers had some star power. Bob, Did. Bob Hoskins, John Logazamo. Loved it. And Dennis Hopper. Loved and it. the best special effects, 48 million could buy in 1993. Shut That up. was their budget? Yeah. Shut Yeah. Oh, uh, that shit. was their budget. Yeah, and it flopped super hard thanks to <laughs> a thin plotline in mediocre writing. I didn't care for Dennis Hopper's King Koopa. I loved him. I loved the way that he did cheesy villains back then. Even Waterworld nailed it. Super Mario, I thought it made him look like a shitty actor. He was so bad. Like he was so bad. I didn't get it. I didn't like the story. I didn't like the set. I didn't like the way I felt when I watched it. <laughs> But I love Mario, <laughs> and I love the casting for Mario and Luigi. They should get a modern boot, actually. But if, yes, yeah. but yes. It, but if we had to redo what they did, I'd change about everything, mainly the story and the execution of the story. 
No, it needs to punch a lot of that up. But I did love some Super Mario Brothers. And like when you think that there's going to be that movie, you have like high expectations, especially as a young kid. Brutal expectations. It's true. It's one of your favorite movies. It, it was is. one of our first date movies. Like oh. could have been the third date true we watched super mario brothers and i was like all right your bang date was super mario brothers he found out i was passionate about it and he was like wait wow ladybugs was our first yeah when she realized that i had ladybugs on dvd she was oh. like you you can understand why i'm like <laughs> <laughs> speech <laughs> You may have me. <laughs> yeah, access I'm... granted after ladybugs. <laughs> I wow. agree with you. That... Bold, bold decision. Because <laughs> that that's a risky move. <laughs> that could go. That could go a variety of ways. Yeah, I could have. But it's you felt a lot. You felt out the situation, and you were like, you know what? You know what this date needs? Some Rodney Dangerfield. Some I fucking felt, ladybugs. I felt she was more of like, you know, if, if a girl's into me, she's probably into Jonathan Brandis. And that's <laughs> that's where I go. So like, <laughs> JB sets it up, and then I knock him the down. The weirdest way to think about it now. <laughs> JB sets him up. I knock him down. <laughs> so good. Giving my secrets. I'm blushing now. I'm sorry. <laughs> How about a show? Remember Kyle X Y? Fuck yeah. You know what? I was that into sh- Kyle XY. That movie. show was awesome. It was so weird. Yeah. It was on ABC Family, but was which was the problem? But was streamable somewhere and was kind of a cult classic. I remember seeing it, just loving it, yes, and hating it equally. So strangely addicting and bingeable, but so painfully ABC Family. Yeah. It just oozed family cheese and had the whitest family ever assembled on TV. <laughs> But something worked. I don't know. It was fucking weird. If you put this thing on FX instead of ABC Fam, made it Kyle FXY. (laughs) Yeah. Now you got something. Like, seriously, though, would have changed everything. Ryan Murphy, this shit, and it's a banger. Yeah. I mean, and I love a good ABC family, but that was, it, it needed to be FX. It needed to be more. It was like, aching to be yeah they, there was some weird family stuff going on there like it Didn't wasn't feel as, right for abc family. what was what was the sister or what was the girlfriend's name from the other planet it was kyle and then there was like you know betty baby it's been years i don't know what the fact that, that we're even talking about kyle xy made yeah. so hard but i'd yeah, totally was... be into kyle fxy i'm telling yes. you that about like magnificent seven magnificently mundane (laughs) (laughs) magnificently (laughs) mediocre it's exactly what it was yeah that could use some work and the cast was good it is yeah good team wasn't good (laughs) is that straight to netflix no. no. That was a theater? It just felt straight to Netflix. Yeah, it, <laughs> it should have been. It just really felt that way. All right. The Devil's Advocate. Let's go there. Okay. With such a well-themed storyline and big-time actors, The Devil's Advocate could have turned out to be like this awesomely intense tale of greed, ambition, and morality. But this thing fell off the rails and fucked up on so many levels. It suffers from tonal confusion as it gets torn between a psychological thriller and a supernatural flick. The ending was so bad and so cringy, you forget how good the first half was. Keanu's accent still haunts me to this day. Started strong, <laughs> got weird, then really got weird and morphed 
in a bad way. Oh. Um, Morpheus into a it bad way. Really Morpheus into a bad way. <laughs> I mean, stick with what worked and back off the ending and make that shit more subtle, not slap you in the face with it. If they played it cool, it could have been much better, even scarier. Right as it was supposed to be most climactic and scary, Al Pacino's cracking jokes. This woman is trying to bang her brother in front of her dad. Like, what are we doing here? Ted, Theodore, Logan. <laughs> what the fuck happens in this movie? Oh, yeah. Such a good movie that gets so weird. Yeah, it sounds so amazing. Weird. I thought it was fucking awesome. Like you just like, <laughs> t- I was over here just trying to keep my mouth shut because I no, really, really like that. Was your no, I'm like I, I want to debate. If you're like, no, fuck you. This does not. So you need, don't. You wouldn't th- punch it up. You'd say leave it as is. It's perfectly in its 1997 glory. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, as far as that time frame goes, with eyes wide shut and and, and the devil's advocate kind of at the same time frame. Like there was some fucked up shit going down. And that movie has a lot of symbolism in it that people can take, you know, today is the gospel. You know, this isn't a bad movie. We're not we're not bashing movies we don't like. These are punch out. These are movies we like. These are movies that just needed a little. I know, but they were just they were they were there. They were doing the thing at the time. The hot shit. I don't think I would punch that up anymore. They were already. I didn't care for the ending. Yeah, it got a little weird. I need to see it. Yeah, you, you got to see it again, and then watch it again after that, because there's there's things that you catch every time you see that movie, like subtle cues and little Changes things in the it background. When you don't watch it in the '90s, though, too. Yeah, when in in the beginning, there's Easter eggs that you find out later that are big part of the storyline, and yeah, it's one of those movies you can watch over and over and over again. In '97, it was pretty tits. I'll give you that. Okay. What about Death Proof? What do you have against Death Proof? I mean, Quentin Tarantino. I'm going to be passionate about this one. He rarely disappoints, and this didn't suck. It just wasn't. This. It just wasn't Tarantino good. There's still high entertainment value, and I liked Kurt Russell in it actually, but parts were just annoying. Quentin likes writing these witty dialogues for quirky characters, and that's always been part of his style. And it normally works. Here, it comes off more as an exhausting, overly stretched out conversational bore fest with hardly any scene adding significance. Uh, much more restrained dialogue writing and more focus on the visual aspects would have made more compelling, I think. Such a dialogue guy, though. Like, that's his Tarantino. Part. I agree, which is why it should have been good dialogue and not shit dialogue. And QT <laughs> knows that. Less pointless conversations, more substance. Yeah. But he loves it. He's just all about that conversation. Random, like, Followed in the bar conversation. Fucked up action. The True. action was good. The action was. was good. I loved the girls and I loved. Zoe Bell was awesome. Zoe Bell. Love her so much. I think she is, like, the fucking coolest. She is the coolest. Hey, you know who we haven't mentioned who deserves a part of this combo? Miles Teller. <laughs> I was thinking M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) Again? All right. The last one we'll do here. The last one I could think of is The Village. And I think that that was, I think that was him too. Yeah. 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 Always the something. The Village was one of the most widely hated films ever. It makes you angry. It's so bad. It has some intriguing qualities to it. Creepy, tense, and very atmospheric, but an enormous lack of substance and just extremely shitty plot writing. You give this thing a more well-written storyline and a stronger ending, this could have been tits. But it was just a laughable mess of a horror film. I just hate it. 
Do you remember this? The village no, with like the I creature don't. and like it's all set in it's modern time, but they think creatures. it's in like 200 years in the past. Mm-hmm. Like the concept was awesome. Really good idea. Like when you thought of it and the execution was just. That's what I think. He has great ideas and there's, I think there's certain things in editing that are cool. I feel like there's cool audio a lot. And I think, again, it's my problem with signs, but all M. Night Shyamalan, it seems like where it's like, give me more of the good stuff and like tease me again. Don't, sh- don't show me the alien. Show me the shadow. That was your keep big it, problem Keep it vague. Signs. Keep it more creepy. Let me think about it. But like you give me the goods of like what you do. Like again, I feel like he gives up like weird points where it's like you had me until you lost me. And now I'm upset. <laughs> don't show me the alien. Right. Dude. And it's like, just like an old, like don't like, Tell me that you're watching it and then you're not in the cameras and the story where it's like, I mean, don't give it up too fat. Like, just don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Right. Like, well done. Well, let's switch gears now. That was easy looking back in hindsight to fix movies from the past. We discuss how they fucked up past movies, present movies. Now let's see if we can predict how they're going to fuck up some future movies <laughs> yeah. that we know are coming out. Um, see if we can't call it before we see it here okay just a couple notes on a couple titles do we think they're gonna fuck up scream five no no really you no. scream five i don't it's been too long since scream four it's, <laughs> it's beloved I think so it's automatically gonna be listen good. to what he's saying <laughs> this is what they're counting on yes exactly. the, the nostalgia just <laughs> we all need it so bad <laughs> no 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 it's been too long since scream four <laughs> this was supposed to have been done so long ago like they were old in scream four same cast? 10 years ago no i mean oh, yes right. nev campbell courtney cox david arquette that's all i need <laughs> the core yeah sid it is true. I mean, you know, I'm gonna see it. Fuck, it's fucking scream. I mean, you know, we're gonna fucking see it. Of course. Like, who are we kidding? I and everybody's gonna see it because you're gonna fucking see it. And like, I want to like it. We all want to like it, but are it's all of them be good? It, are any of them stellar? The first one. The first one. The first one. First yeah. one was awesome. First it, one was like definitely had that feeling. Is Matthew Lillard and Jamie Kennedy. One? Yeah, loved so it good. so much. That script was perfect. I hope it gives me feels like it like scary like Scream Two. Scream two. It's not gonna give me Scream One feels. We know that. It's no. not gonna be the, the but, first thing, but two is still pretty good. Exactly. But, Scream two was great. Be, so you have like Scream Two expectations. Yeah, I have Scream Two expectations. Very reasonable. I like when we got to the uh like the I hope you're not let down. You will be. I will be. It'll definitely <laughs> be Scream Four, but like a little bit better. Into bit the worse. reality years. It was like reality show style scream. And they were like a movie of a movie of a reality show that was haunted. So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even so know what you're saying. So stupid. Um, <laughs> they made a movie of a movie for three. And then they made like a show about the movie of a movie for four. Mm-hmm. They're not going to keep doing it. Stab. They're not, not going to. Oh, my God. Two. I know exactly what you're saying. They're not going to keep doing that. Remember uh, Jada Pinkett gets killed in the theater watching Stab. Yeah. Oh, my God. Which is the movie about the story. That was in the. Written by, written by Gail Weathers. <laughs> Gail Swallow. Um, you know what really bothers me is when they make a sequel to a movie that just wasn't even that good to begin with. Yeah. Like, like Venom. Like Venom with Tom Hardy. Yeah. It was like 
all right at best. It wasn't great. Now they're making a second one of those. I think they'll fuck that up well. Like they, they're putting Woody Harrelson in it, so they're hoping that they can add a fat Woody to the package. And I mean, the good Woody helps. The good Woody always helps. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Is he the bad guy? Uh, probably. Well, Venom's like kind of the Woody's bad guy. Bad. I'd be I'd be willing to bet we have a a cheesy Marvel Woody, more akin to the Woody we see in the Now You See Me franchise okay okay less yeah. how you would want to see him like natural born killers yeah the old antagonist protagonist dilemma <laughs> situation <laughs> dichotomy uh halloween kills now this has judy what? greer and they added michael anthony hall to the mix Whoa. Whoa. jamie lee curtains is going to be back in it <laughs> jamie lee curtains in, in, my baby and will patton's in it um so this all i've heard is <laughs> same cheese in story writing as the other one that they just did a couple years ago that was like they're bringing back jamie lee curtis and it was all right um this one how she look Bad. She's still hot. They made her look old intentionally. Like oh, they have her looking old, no, raggedy, and gray. She was supposed to be like a recluse, and it's part of her character now. Bummer. Oh. Yeah, so she looks terrible, like intentionally. Yeah, on purpose. From the trailer, it looks just as cheesy as ever. Maybe even it's cheesiest yet. But I've heard that it's like the goriest it's been maybe ever. Whoa. And the kills are crazy violent. There's a high death count, and they're really trying to put him up there. With uh, Jason Voorhees for the the highest kills. Oh yeah, he's making up he, for it. Oh, he's slaying it. He's way up there. So there, he does kill like quite a fit, like the a little qu- computer quantity assist. per like movie. I mean, yeah. So they're trying to up his kill count. I think, and I heard it's gory. Gore. So it. do we think that's going to remain too cheesy, or is the gore going to make up for it, and it's going to be like a nice marriage of the two? I love a good cheese if it's done right and with gore and if done well, it's like if it could still keep its identity and be what it's supposed to be, then yeah. I could do it. I could bear a little bit of cheese in the right comedy, never in horror. Never in horror. You add cheese to horror and I just throw away that sandwich. Really? Yeah. I don't care for it. None of the English horror does anything for you? No, that's horror comedy. Totally different genre. Ooh. Totally different genre. Cheese is different than comedy. Yeah. Yeah. In the horror genre. Specifically, I think so. Yeah, cheese is just cheese. It's a flavor of comedy, lame comedy. They're doing West Side Story, and that's coming out this year. You know how I feel about musicals. Like, You're not a just, musical person. But I'm there's not a, a music- lot of big fans of West Side Story, so I feel like there's some high expectations there. And Steven Spielberg is doing it. Oof. There you go. It's gonna be good. And but Ansel you know Ansel Elgort is the star. Yes. Okay. So. Is this the first time that they've redone this for mm, the big screen? I don't know. Besides the 1957 one? Yeah. I don't know. Depends That's, on how it's done. That could I be mean, fucking insane. Yeah. That'd it, be it really could, good. It could be really good. I'll be open-minded, but I'm not going to like be in a rush to go see the, Blake's gonna the need Jets really and the good Sharks. Recommendation I need like for a that. strong reco before yeah. I could even sniff it. No, Did you say that. Spielberg was directing or producing? I said he was directing. Be there on Friday, the opening day. I bet it's good. And there's going to be a lot of people excited for that, especially with Spielberg behind it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it when they break out into song. No, Blake's not into it. it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Okay. Are they going to fuck up the Spider Man No Way Home? That's no, they're having too. another one. 
There's this, always every year. There's oh, another one. Every year there's like six more. This one's supposed to have like all three of the Spider Men. Yeah, and Toby's all back, right? At least for like scenes. I don't what? think they're like all part of it. They're, they're all they're all, all part of it. Is this like the live action Spider Verse? No, no. This no? is just Spider Man into the Spider Man into, <laughs> into Spider Man into the Toby Verse. <laughs> so Toby's supposed to come back between two Toby's. Get some Garfield, and then uh, the Holland, Holland Oats, Holland Oats, <laughs> Tom Holland Oats. That's Mr. all. That, that's all great. Like Mr. Holland's Oats, come for the Marissa Tomei. Stay for some Holland Oats. Blake loves Marissa Tomei. I mean, everyone loves. Marissa I get Tomei. it. I love Marissa Tomei. She has yeah, like a. Too. She has like a an appeal in just that kind obvious of kind of way. It's she's like a Drew Barrymore or like a Universal. Just just Universal. Yeah. Everyone You're just like you love her. Them. Yeah. Look at her. You love her. <laughs> just look at her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler. Yeah. Let's talk about that trailer. <clears throat> the Matrix oh. Resurrections. Matrix. Where I gave you a big O resurrection. Do I begin? I could see your my Wachowski yeah. is... Your Wachowski is growing as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing all over again, and I love it. It looks like a weird crossover. He looks like John Wick, and he's doing a Matrix. I don't. I didn't love the, the trailer. It looked kind of like it was the technology that they made the last movie in. It does. There's some updates, though. There's going to be some updates that they're not showing us. Wachowski's the type that isn't going to downsize us. They're, Thank you. They are, they're not going to put out in the trailer. They're going to show us something. They know we're going to go see it, no matter what. They're this show is us the Wachowski anyway. sister, not the Wachowski brothers. Correct. Yes. She'll know what's up. And what I saw from the trailer on top of special effects and all that stuff was basically the another chapter of the Bible, another chapter of... The Torah, another chapter of the Tao. We're and gonna see it. It's we're gonna see it, amazing. and we're gonna see it so fast and be excited about it. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. And did you see that they added Christina Ricci to the to the casting? Did really? Not. Yes, they did. She's in no. This I movie. love some Christina Ricci. I mean, I hope it's gonna be good. They may fuck it up. No way. Not a chance in hell. There's a lot of passionate. Me They're three for three so far, and now they've got the formula down it's going to be four for four i guarantee it did you hear that they're making a new movie about kurt warner <laughs> no the american underdog really they're making a movie about it yeah and kurt pa- warner's the chosen one and a paquin is in it zachary <laughs> levi plays kurt warner dennis quaid is in it so you know it's going to be cheesy and is it disney it's disney yeah. oh, of course. It's disney that's the kicker that's i all wanted it to lead up to and it's fucking Disney. Yeah. Disney. So we'll see it. High budgie, touching his shit, and it'll be just <gasps> all right. It's not going to put out. So Disney. It's going to be good. It, it'll be exactly like the other one. What was the the rookie? The, I've seen Dennis it fifty Quaid, times. Dennis Quaid, the, the pitcher, the rookie. That's the rookie. Seen it fifty times. Yeah. Yeah. That's it'll the, be that all over again. It's this for football. Yeah, I love it. It's exactly what it Can't is. Cannot wait. They even got the, <laughs> they even got the same guy, so you don't confuse. <laughs> <laughs> just stay on that same path. I there. can't fucking wait. All right, you're not going to believe this. Guy Ritchie has a new film coming out next year. It's untitled and it's starring Jason Statham. <laughs> Three in a row. Like what the hell, Blair? Um, Three totally different stories. This is supposed to be like. Oh, he's been in like eight total different. He's stories. either going to be a cop, a fireman, a you medieval sorcerer, 
uh, Dragon Slayer. A, I'm gonna give him one it's more any action, anything that he can be. I mean, I don't get it. Okay, Richie only makes the twelve storylines, so it's one of the twelve. I'm gonna mm-hmm. say it's the action ones, which are, there's only five. I give you four. It's gonna be one of those. It's four. gonna cover those. The only thing that saves this at all is Aubrey Plaza is in it. Oh, I love Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. All about that. Josh Hartnett is in it. So whoa, blast from the past. Hey. You've been players puddling over that one. Yeah, I'm getting excited. Carrie Ells, he's in it. From Princess Bride. Princess Bride saw. Nice. Ooh, this is gonna be good. That could be good. It's going to go either way, just like we were talking about earlier. It's just funny. Guy Ritchie, Statham film coming out. <laughs> he's, um, he's on a Statham kick. I mean. There's a new movie called Lost City of D coming out. And, uh, it's like it is supposed to be taken seriously. It's like it's Brad Pitt, Daniel Radcliffe, Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum what? movie. What? It's Whoa. about a romance novelist on the book tour with her cover model gets swept up in a kidnapping attempt. And it's supposed to be taken super seriously and they called it the lost city of D. How do you take that seriously? Yeah. It's going to be every porn title after exactly. that for 18 months. Blair's lost last city only D. fans page. Before <laughs> they, they take off the nudities. The lost city of D found in B. <laughs> um, jackass forever. You know, we're going to see it. You know, it's not going to be as good and it's weird all of this stuff going on with Bam. Yeah. So that, that's just like a He's cloud. He's suing the producers yeah. for that movie to yeah. have it not released. Not only is it bad enough that they don't have Bam, but they've added Machine Gun Kelly and no, he's in they, the mix in no. some regard. Machine Gun Kelly's a part of it. I'm not feeling that experience. Is he not pink anymore? He's, I don't know. He's not it almost feels like weird at this point. I'm a lot more excited about The Lost City of D, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm kind of getting more excited <laughs> about that too. That it was easier to watch years ago when it was just like guys fucking around. And when you're teenagers and you bounce off the ground and it's funny. There's but when you're like, like time for that. 50 and you fucking <sighs> shatter when you hit the yeah, ground, that's not like, fun to watch stop, anymore. Stop. Yeah, like you don't need to do that to yourself anymore. Give it a rest. The next Legally Blonde is about to come out. Really? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> top Gun will be good. Yeah, that'll be. There's fair. a lot of talk for Top Gun. I bet John Wick will be good too, but I'm not excited for like a fourth one. Like, why do they have to keep doing it? Like, they're only going to get downhill after a certain point. They're all just cash grabs and just. Ugh. It sucks that John Wick has four already, and the Matrix is just now coming out with the fourth. Yeah, I how feel, does that even make sense? I feel cheated. I bet he's making like five hundred million dollars from those two movies in this year. In this year. Yeah. You know, he's part of deals that... He did that huge Bill and Ted reboot like before. He probably got a bunch from that, too. Keanu's getting paid right now. Yeah, he's been doing... He's always working, too, and doing a lot in between. He's the coolest. I I hope we can have him on someday. Me, too. I bet he's got like a big old fast bender in there, too. Everyone loves him. (laughs) You know he's got a big one in there. 14-inch Keanu. (laughs) He just oozes cool, and I'm sure he's just hanging a foot long in there and yeah. doesn't even care. Oh, don't cut the man short. It's 14 easy. <laughs> <laughs> if 
feel like he's a little embarrassed about it. Well, you know, I'm working on a little piece about, you know, the biggest D's. And oh, all thank God. Which is obviously why okay. the Michael Fassbender thing came up wow. in the first place. Well, I probably shouldn't have even said anything if that was the case. Yeah, you're I'll... blowing the load. Like, <laughs> all love... our... What have we talked about tonight? Like, I love... Don't th- give it all up. I love that you're working on that piece. <laughs> like, you would be working on that piece. <laughs> Not but proud of it. But that yeah. is amazing. All right. Well, that'll help our listeners in future games, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> But like King Dong, love that. Good for you. We all want to know. Dirk Diggler, can't watch him anymore. Let's move on to our track of the week. Got our queue filled up for the season. Out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is Snap Dibs with Master Plan. Life is a circus. Are you ready for it? Let's go. Welcome to that circus. Every day is like a game show. Every day it feels like I'm walking on that tightrope. Try to keep my balance, but the slightest slip and I will fall. I'm just trying to make it. Wanna see the world beyond the wall. I just wanna make it. I just wanna see a better life. I just want my picket fence. My Duke is my perfect wife. I just wanna be me. Life, I try to live it right. I know I just get one shot. I don't get to live it twice. So I do what I can. I know I gotta stick to the plan. Started with some cards in my hand that were perfect. Still, I reached the stars because I parted with uncertain. Enemies are winning in. Look like in your prison there. Spinning all your wins. All your W's are Eminem. They say keep them close. I say think again. They just blow with smoke. We don't want no ignorance. Try to stay positive. You can call me Proton. Keep the light inside my world. You can call me Photon. Intelligence is elegant. We don't want no morons. Keep my image clear because we don't want no photo bombs. Welcome to that circus. Every day is like a game show. Every day it feels like I'm walking on the tightrope. Try to keep my balance, but the slide is slipping. I will fall. I'm just trying to make it. Want to see the world beyond the wall. Excelling up above and I show the world my love. Try to fit inside the world like my head inside my glove. But it's so hard living with all these scars. Memories of Blowing up like napalm Now I do what I know Never drown No, I swim for the shore I can feel the squeeze I believe I'm in the corset Cutting up a blood man Loosen up the tourniquet Yes, I keep my energy away from all my enemies I circle like the end of summer Looking like the fallen leaves Tell me now how How do I stay strong? Tell me now, child Why do I play along? Seeing through the cipher with my visor It is I, my advisor is advising me Do what is right and I'm humble and I try to keep from falling down Enemies that crumble cause they know I never back down Welcome to that circus, every day is like a game show Every day it feels like I'm walking on the tightrope Try to keep my balance but the slide is slipping I will fall I'm just trying to make it, wanna see the world beyond the walls Very nice. This was submitted by Vinay, thank you, who says, Originally, my nickname was Snap growing up, and he met DJ Dibs. Snap Dibs was born around 2008. Life got in the way for Dibs, but Snap (laughs) kept it alive. He released his first professionally produced and engineered EP in 2020, and something cool about Vinay is that he taught himself guitar in high school using just his brother's guitar and the internet. 
He also tries to keep his lyrics more meaningful, deep, and non-explicit. Thank you, Vinay, and keep those submissions coming to somethingcrunchy at gmail.com. Well, it's good to be back. Season 5 is going to be awesome. Yay! In 8080's Dream Car Giveaway number 50 for an A90 Supra and $40,000 in cash is going on right now. And the deadline to enter is October 10th. You do not want to miss out. Nor do you want to forget to check out somethingcrunchy.com where you'll find every episode, our links for social media, and the Almighty Crunch Store where you'll find all kinds of crunchy gear showing that you are a proud citizen of Crunch Nation. Then there's the Something Crunchy Facebook group. Oh, man. Definitely the highest grade memes in the city. You see those red hairs? I see them. (laughs) This has been another episode of Something Crunchy. And as always, don't ever forget to live your crunchiest life. And be crunchy to one another. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening. Who wants to see a snake? Let's go, let's go. (laughs) Let's go, let's go, let's go. (laughs) Hey, how's your mother? (laughs) (laughs) Felt it deep in my bones. Can't wait to remove that. (laughs) Note to self, take out that gurgly swallow. (laughs) Gulp. Okay. <clears throat> oh, it's not good. Oh.